You're listening to DraftKings Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the cool again, stupid. Are we live? We are live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Surprise. We got some people in the chat already. Yusef already yelling city. Come on, man. <laughs> give me a give me a chance, will you? I'm trying to find. This does not work, man. I'm trying to find date added newest. Oh, here we go. Now I can see the chat. Yo. <laughs> the chat has arrived. Yo, Koopa with the curls. I'm not technically on time. We were about 13 minutes This is on time-ish. I feel like we're close here. enough. It's close. Listen. Close enough. We're on European time. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We were just looking up information for the, for the rundown, and we looked at who's going to be available for the City Game First Arsenal. We'll talk about it. Neither one of us are happy, unless your name is Miguelito. <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously, welcome to the Cooligans, baby! Yes, sir. Our last episode without Christian... But nobody cares because Christine Kupo's here. Give it I, up for I, Christine I Kupo. really hope that I have adequately filled in for Christian. And if not, lie and give me five stars on the review that on, we eventually send this. out. Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, we back, baby. Super sub Christine Kupo. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Uh, Alexis had the same look. Uh, you went live as you did with a surprise being sent to the Arsenal game. I was a little frozen at that moment when I found out <laughs> I was going to the Arsenal game. And I was also frozen when I found out William Saliba not going to be there. How am I going to be there and you're not going to be there, William Saliba? <laughs> you get paid by the team to play. <laughs> by the way, I got, some, I got some inside information. It's really not a lot of inside information. Inside. But, okay. Uh, a friend of mine uh, sells high-end jewelry. Met them in London. Okay. Sells high end jewelry to a lot of Premier League players, one of which And you got me something? Yes. For my right. for my tenure here at Coolidge. Definitely you. not a fake chain. Uh, <laughs> no, it turns out one of them uh, is Saliba. So they messaged Saliba, hope you feel better. Would love to see you at the city game. Saliba wrote back, pray for me. Now, unless you are Drake writing lyrics, <laughs> pray for me is not a good thing to say in the DMs. Listen, the stretch of time now that's passed since he last played has become increasingly worrying because now I'm starting to think it's not just a little muscular thing. It sounds more like it's probably like a disc thing. Now, this is speculation, but as somebody that has actually done their back athletically, not right. in the Alexis way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mom was I, also athletically very- <laughs> for me. You know, if you grade on a curve. <laughs> you Monica, playing yeah. your eighth game in a day because yeah. you can't say no to when someone goes, we need a girl. You want to play? Because you have something to prove to something. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to, to something my heart that happened. and soul. No, but I, I, me getting off the subway seat, it's the same thing. <laughs> same level of athleticism, for sure. 
But I once did do my back. Well, actually, what I'll say is I thought I had a small muscle pull, went to the orthopedist, convinced him because I was in the middle of uh, marathon training and also playing at least five days a week to inject me with lidocaine before we tried cortisone and test it out. Now, what he told me to do was just go about my day. Mm. What I actually did was have him inject me full of lidocaine so I couldn't even feel my own tongue and then went to go play soccer. I was on field for five minutes, twisted the wrong way because lidocaine makes everything numb. Yeah. And incapacitated myself so badly that I couldn't walk. Were you out there like, pass it to me? I'm on your your right. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was bad. Look at behind you. I legitimately ended up in a back brace, uh, not able to barely walk for a few weeks. So I hope that Saliba is doing much better than I was at that point, but... The length of time that's gone by at this point makes me worry a lot, like a lot, a lot, because if he's not back now and he's out for the next two matches, does that mean? At this point, if we lose the city, which I hope we don't because I'll be there and I don't want to be sad, (laughs) but if we lose the city, then I'm just like, yo, put my guy on (laughs) the shelf until next season. Well, yeah. Uh, The thing is, I think right now we are playing a very high stakes game of do we really want this? Like... This is what I'm saying. So, look, we're both Arsenal supporters. We're both Arsenal fans. So No, no. When I say we, I mean I am definitely on the roster as a player. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you also would say no. With no tongue, you're just sitting there drooling at the end of the bench. And they're like, I don't know if she's allowed to play. She wasn't on the roster, but here she is. She's volunteered. I think, look, at the end of the day, I'm going to look back at this season, regardless of whether we finish first or second, and think one hell of a season. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity. If we don't win, we were at the top for so long, but we're also the youngest team in the league. You know, people were saying we'd be lucky to finish top four this season. And here we are talking about we have a shot to win the league by winning at City. And that's really all you can ask for. And I'm not even trying to spin this as like a positive, bro. This is really who I am. Facts, I'm extremely proud of this team. I think they have it. I think there are still things to work through that couple pieces missing. Attribute to youth, right? Like we're all idiots. If I was going to say worse. a tribute to you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. You're definitely the jinx. We already established this. If, I'm not the jinx. Thierry Henry says you're the jinx, you're the jinx. I don't know what to say. Thierry Henry um, is only uh, causing drama before he gives me a Is he? Number. That's what I think. <laughs> right? Is that what it is? I, yeah, yeah. You know when you're like. The drama before the storm or whatever that saying is. You ever get a gift and you're like, the real gift is coming though, right? So it's and the box like, and the box and the box with the key in it <laughs> to the other box. I got you though. They're like, you didn't, you didn't get me a, a Rolls Royce? Is <laughs> the tie, baby girl? But a the, tie for a dude who don't this wear team is actually really strong, and I'm proud of them. And it's been an amazing season. It will be really, really unfortunate if this is the way they slip to second. But everything that they've done in this season thus far is admirable. They've overperformed in a lot of instances. It's unfortunate that now they're underperforming. They have three straight draws. We have injuries. Not where, losses, though. No, not losses. But we haven't just, taken that draws out. where they shouldn't be draws is what I'll say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? For sure. Southampton, so, West Ham. Very disappointing now. in that respect that they do feel like losses. However, right. not losses. If they had been losses, we'd be way out at this point, right? It's, right? it's bad. The signs are all pointing to not so great. Right. Now, the last match, a lot of things went wrong. Some things went right. They had almost no shots on target the entire second half until Odegaard managed to bang one. That's not the ideal, right? Yeah. Like at all. Like we're they're scraping by like by a hair, and that shouldn't be where they're at mentally or physically no. at this point 
in the title race. No, and I like to think that the the team, you know, just not uh, was not set up specifically to win the game. And, you know, it shouldn't have to be against a team like Southampton, which is why it's so frustrating. But I think at the end of the day, what um, I can sit there and say is you bring in players like Leandro Trossard, the game changes. Yes. You give Odegaard a little bit more freedom, the game changes. Partey, and I look, I have no... I have no proof. There's no data I have to show you that what I'm saying is true. But it feels to me like why Partey hasn't been himself with potentially an injury, right? He was, potentially, yeah, in the end of March. Yeah. He, he you know, was but, injured. I mean, but potentially he may not be at the at the City game, which right. is not great. Which but, the problem with that is when you have an injury and you still have the desire right. and you can fight through it, odds are they're going to let you fight through it. Right, and you're not your best. Right. But also, he's got Rob Holding behind him, and I'm not here to pile on Rob Holding. I'm not going to beat up on Rob Holding no, but because he doesn't he's have the pace have. to recover like William Saliba. He's what we have right now, and what I will say is, like, Rob, if you're listening, we believe in you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we need you to find all of the dog that you bro. can muster in your person. We need you to make through. a comeback like your hairline, bro. Yeah. No, we need you <laughs> we to need channel, you. channel Saliba to the best of your bro. ability. Remember looking in the mirror and that hairline of yours looked like a T? <laughs> Remember that joint? And now look at you. You got the hair you know, back. Like, I'm not going to trust Alexis for my motivational talks, but. Luscious. <laughs> you know? Locks, bro. You've got Kupo hair right now, bro. Honestly. Yo, you went from Mr. Burns to Kupo. <laughs> I'm saying we need you to do the same thing on a pitch. We need you to Koopa wise. Koopa wise. Or like Saliba. Yeah. Saliba, but I'm not really a defender. Or can I make a <laughs> suggestion? Yo, bring in Kiwi or and go three at the back. Give me, give me Ben White. Give me uh Gabriel Magalage and give me Kiwi or. Bro, please. If we gonna lose, let's go lose, let's lose, lose swinging. Lo <laughs> I'm like, let's lose big. No, that's not the saying. Let's let's lose with dignity. No, I I would like to see them win this. This would be I think this will be the pivotal match that gives them back the confidence they've lost over the last three matches. The truth is the only person I could see stopping Holland on this team was Saliba. And now that's not happening. But look, if we lose, I'm not sitting here saying we bought. There's no way. Look, if, you, if you say we bottled this season or bottled the league, maybe you have a point. But I can't say that. It's through injury. It's not like we, we bottled it by playing at our best. City is, if City beats us, they beat a team that didn't have our best players on it. Or defensively. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what'd you really win, Pep? You didn't win nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're like hyping this up. Asterisk, bro. I, I had already said weeks back that this would be sort of the deciding match for Arsenal this season. So it's a title fight. Wouldn't you want to go into it? You'd rather have this. It's not like by dropping points to Southampton, we lost the league. No, we win, but it would have put us in a much better position. Had What's we come the better position? The what, we have a little bit of a... Nine points wiggle room? instead then of we three? we could lose at City? <laughs> you know what not I'm saying? That, not that we could lose at City, but that it would have less of a impact overall on the rest of the season. Forget it. Not, we go in. Not as great. We go into their house. I don't think that I want this to be... <laughs> this is Sparta, Kubo. <laughs> I need you to get on board. 300 versus a billion. I didn't, I didn't need... watch the movie. <laughs> I did not need this to be as tight as it's getting. What are those 10 billion lions thinking as they're heading towards the sun? They're not thinking, oh, I wish Saliba was also here. They're thinking, I think we got this war. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to like pop in, help Arteta. I, Honestly, no, the funny I'm thing going is, into that. I had actually Bro. heard an analyst say over the weekend, I will not name them, that you know they think that it's that um, Arsenal are too emotional, and I'm like, Bro, huh? 
Do I look emotional to you? <laughs> the fan base, yes, now not, my the mother squad, going, not the squad. Okay. That means I'm not yelling. Okay. Like, really? Because here's what I'm saying, bro. Look, I don't have a lot to pull from athletic and sports-based-wise to give you inspiration, but here's all I'll tell you. I have a friend named Nick, okay? Now, Nick was by himself, okay? Thought to Saw a car window open and thought, I'm going to reach in and grab money. Right, because there was a bag there. <laughs> and he did. And you know who was behind him? Three police officers. Now, that man was outnumbered <laughs> and clearly in the wrong. And you know what he did? He ran. Okay? And guess what happened? He ran so hard that those three officers, one by one, dropped off. And he won. So you're saying he we just have away. to be fast. We was outnumbered. Okay, this is this is my version of be 300, fast. the movie 300. 300 okay. This is Sparta, Nork edition, okay? <laughs> he ran into someone's backyard where they were cutting hair, and he jumped over a fence. And you know what the dude cutting hair said? He went that way and pointed the wrong way. Nice. That's and that's what... it. He got away. And by the way, it was only like $7. Okay, he really, so it wasn't a big score. To okay? dispense this in football terms, Alexis thinks that we need to move swiftly and use a bit of a diversion in our tactics. <laughs> To yes. win over city. What I'm trying to say is sometimes you could be outnumbered, and as long as you try real hard, you'll get away from the play. I mean, you'll win. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby D said, So are you a witness? I mentioned running in this story. You should know I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> he didn't witness anything but the takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is we I think we have a chance. What are okay? Let's let's be honest. I need you to be Kupo, I'm your friend. I'm like, bro, yo, he won't text me back. I'm like that Kupo version when your girl says, yo, he won't text me back. But you knew he wouldn't text you back the yeah. whole time. Okay, so I need you to be that. I need okay. you to be reality right. Kupo. In a couple of weeks from now, end of the season, where where is Arsenal? <laughs> Mind you, Christine Kupo is an Arsenal supporter. I'm, I'm less confident this week than I have been in prior weeks that will win the league. I am starting to get on the side of worried. Uh, I think that the team that we need to show up is at least three weeks back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Saliba is a massive hit. And if anything, that should be a lesson in what needs to happen over the summer yeah. transfer. Also, he's a kid. He is, but that's another thing, right? Like, yeah. you hope to God that he's actually okay right and can First rehab and whatever it is yes. right like that's number one he's so young he gets back but, on the pitch and he's important. certainly someone to build a defense around which is great for the long term in terms of how they've set things up but if we are this down bad right now where he his absence is this deeply felt across the board i mean this is a few other aspects of the side right like our, our team's been a little bit shaky in other aspects we've got bigger problems that need to be addressed in the transfer window um, when we get the opportunity with that being said, I think that if they dig deep and somehow find that chemistry that they had and the confidence, we're great, right? We need Saka full steam, Odegaard full steam. So Martin on a scale Lee. of one, a zero to 100 percentage-wise, mm -hmm. where were you the moment we beat Bournemouth? Where were you on we're going to win this league? What percentage would you say? You I like 80 percent, 90? I was in – I was up about 97. Okay, 97. Yeah. Where are we today? I'd say I've fallen to about 92. Okay, so you still think it's going to happen? I still th There's a chance that it could happen. It's just 92 that is like a strong chance it's going to happen. I hope. Okay. You're, from, you're, from your lips to the God's ears, I hope that they manage to see it through. I just think that it's going to be a lot more of an emotional roller coaster for us 
beyond this point. I was and only, I was kind of really looking forward to watching a match without gripping my sofa until <laughs> yeah, my no. fingers pierced no. fabric. I'll order the new sofa now because you're <sighs> gonna have holes in it. Well, I'm it's exhausting. Rip, I'm gonna be there, so I was hoping. I'm so excited for you, and also yeah, very, very yeah. jealous. I'm really not. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it, but I'm also not looking forward to it, um, in the sense that you know, like I, I like, I like these situations. This is really what I would ask for: is like, you know what? Give me a game where if I if I win, I'm in, and I, I did it. You know what I mean? Don't give me this. Well, the math has to work out. This is it. If we win, we goody, and that's all you could really ask for. That said, I was never really ever above. 80%. On this okay. show, I've refused to say we're going to win the league. I've said if and when, mm -hmm. but I've never really said we're the, we're the, we are the rightful owner of it. That's and this safe is bet. ours. I think it's that's, always been, that's but I'm safe. always like, I don't count the chickens until they hatch. That said, right now, if I was always at 80, right now I'm at 50. Mm -hmm. Maybe even slightly lower, only because of I understand how important these players are to play the system we need to play. Because yeah. if one piece is missing, and again, you mentioned, you know, depth. That's Very a huge fragile. issue. So yeah. hopefully that's answered in the summer. I was proud of the signings we made in the winter. Let's see what happens. All I know is I'm going to be in the away section, so I'm going to be around my friends and chilling. And when I want to be around my friends chilling, you know what I drink? A little Coors Light. Huh? Amazing segue, by the way. Bang, bang. Uh, sometimes... You know, the days that could get so crazy that you forget to make a little time for fun. And that's going to be me in Manchester City, bro. <laughs> it's going to be so crazy. I'm going to need a way to chill. And you know what I grab when I need to chill? I grab a beer. But I want a beer that's cold, that looks like it was made to chill. It was made while cold, packaged cold, delivered cold, and I want it to be cold. So how do I know that? Well, there's a little blue mountain on that joint that tells you it's cold. Cold, refreshing, crisp. Absolutely amazing. It's the only beer that's literally made to chill. That's Coors Light, all right? Uh, the, that way, the mountains turn blue, so that way you will know it's exactly time to chill. Mountain Cold Refreshment made to chill. I can't say chill anymore because you guys are getting the picture. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> um, look, when you want to relax with your friends, you want to – look, you, you have to stay on, right? All this social media we do, all this media that we do, right? We have to show up. We have to be a hundred. You know what I mean? And sometimes I just want to chill a little bit. Kupo, when you kick your feet up, is there anything better than a cold Coors Light? There is not. Absolutely not, baby. So get yourself some cold Coors Light. When you choose to chill, pay your plans with a nice cold Coors Light. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. <laughs> Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Robin wants to know if we've run out of Coors, cold Coors Light because someone forgot to put them on the table. I actually I drank them all when I walked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started pounding them like stone cold. Just <laughs> we do have we do have a couple left, and some are cold. But yes, we don't need to drink it all the time because then this next segment would be us crying on each other's shoulders about Arsenal. Joe uh, Jason Nick said, "Is Charlie Davies an Arsenal fan? He's a massive Arsenal fan." Same as mine. Uh, cool note. This is another reason why you should watch the show on, uh, on, on, well, watch the show every day on CBS, Paramount Plus, Golasso Network. 
uh, 7 to 9 a.m. Uh, this is going to be his first Arsenal match. Ooh. Ever? Ever. Oh, the my guy, God, I love this played. for him. No, I get yeah, that. So and also, <laughs> I'm not, I want to preface this by saying because <clears throat> I don't usually say, that's not usually my first line when somebody says it's their first ever match because... One, it's very elitist to assume that everyone's had access to be able to go to a match I mean, live. The kid played in Europe. However, you know? when it comes to Charlie, to I'm surprised. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because yeah. I don't want anybody to misunderstand. Um, I usually defend people aggressively when I'm like, so what? It's their first match and they're like elderly. Yeah. It's like not everybody has gotten a chance to travel the world or go to matches and do those things. But um, I am I'm hyped for him. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited for him. And, uh, you know, hopefully that brings us some. Hopefully luck. it's some good luck. Yeah. I go, I've gone to a lot of games. I've been blessed. To go to a lot of games. Some virgin Arsenal IRL eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've never lost while I've been there at home. While you're there. But they have it? lost while I've been there away. I love the videos. You know, when like a little kid walks into the stadium and sees it for the first time. Can you like film glows. one of those for Charlie? Just like as he goes up the steps and sees the arena. I mean, we'll all see it on morning footy because okay. we're going to have a videographer <laughs> with us. But okay. it's a great point. Uh, but I just wish it was a home game. Yeah. You know, for him not yeah. to get to go to the Emirates for the first time. Yeah, yeah it's true. But maybe this brings us luck. Yeah. And maybe I wasn't supposed to say that he's never been to a game before. <laughs> no. And that's a big part of the conversation on the show. But who cares? Who cares? Consider it a preview, fire preview to the preview. Oh, my God. I just got fired. <laughs> 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 preview to the preview. Oh, my God. This is going to be tough. Uh, but look, I'm. we're going to talk about Newcastle versus Tottenham. Okay? For those of you who didn't see, this is my absolute true story. I said, first 10 minutes, it's going to be kind of a boring game, right? A little back and forth. So I went and I made myself a coffee. And then I looked at my phone. How long <laughs> did that coffee maker take? It was about, <laughs> I, it took me about 10 minutes because I meandered a little okay, bit. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to, you right. know, mentally tick mark. I put it on the machine. It, right? it makes a bunch of noises, right? It's one of those, it's a super automatic. So it's got that touch screen. You press the button and it'll make you whatever you want. Yes. Right? Uh, so I put it on, right? It's doing all the sounds. And then it made the beep, 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 which means it's run out of water. So I got to take the water container, but right? I had to do the whole thing. So it, it took me about 10 minutes. Most of that was deciding if I should make myself avocado toast because my wife made guacamole. Uh, and then I saw a toast and I'm like, bro, I could steal. So you have a little, bit, a little bit made. of capitulation time built right. in with the coffee making. Right. Okay. There was a, there was some, there okay. was meandering, okay. you know? So I sat there and I go, yo, should I still have her avocado? Right, or her guacamole, because she made it, but I'm like, bro, she don't need all this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and plus, it's me. She won't be mad if I have, right? And then I decided not to. So I made myself the cup of coffee. <laughs> does the whole sound, right? And then I walk over, and as I'm walking to the living room, I decide, let me flip up Fat Mob. And I see <laughs> three nil. And I, I go, love that oh, Fat Mob is broken. <laughs> <laughs> so then I sit down. Fat and Mob's I put drunk. On, <laughs> Somebody input the data wrong. Bro, I put on Fubo because it was like the, the game was on Universo, right? Or whatever. Like it's also on street on the TV TV. Yeah. So I put on Fubo. And I go, oh, Fubo's also wrong. So I switched to try to look it up on Peacock or whatever. And then I just put it in Google. I put Tottenham in Google, and it said 3 0. Spurs, okay. <laughs> and I was like, bro, how is it possible that it's 3 0? 4 0? And it just kept going. And it's, look, I couldn't even really enjoy it. As much as I dislike Tottenham, you enjoyed it. I could see it from the look on your face. <laughs> it was hard to enjoy. Listen, because I wear all of my emotions uh, on my face. I yeah. can't hide a single thing, which is also why I don't bother lying. And I'm a Penny Betty. Okay. You know like, what I mean? I... You'd assume. I'd be prepared for this. My thing is the implications of having a match go this poorly. 
for their placement in the table and otherwise, knowing that Bournemouth and Liverpool are both behind them with matches in hand. I, I got a little giddy. I'm not yeah. going to lie. No, no, no. For, I mean, afterwards, I kind of giggled a little but, bit. But, I mean, and then we had, just as I arrived, I find out that Christian Cellini yeah. got canned. So, he like, you're, you're, you're what, interiming the interim at this point. But it was a note from Daniel. <laughs> yeah. And it's about him firing the character. What about you, Daniel? <laughs> In the beginning, he says, I take full responsibility. In the, in the end, the responsibility is mine. But you ain't firing yourself? <laughs> you just sit in and be like, yo, responsibility is mine. And damn, that was embarrassing. So you all fire him. You know what I mean? It's kind of messed up. That's and you know the, the way, most the you worst know, part like, is the things things fall downward from the mountain. Yeah, dude. Not, not shit. Was it shit goes downhill? No, shit slides down. Slides down, yeah, rolls yeah, down yeah, the yeah. mountain. Rolls downhill. Bro, you gotta you well, let's see, eating it. Right, that's probably not the right term for a shit talk. <laughs> but I mean, if by the end of the first of the twenty of twenty two minutes, you've got two players on a hat trick with braces, you messed up. You messed up big. Look, the fa- Tottenham fans to just talk about them like they any other club. Tottenham fans have been begging for a back four, begging, screaming on the internet for a back. And look what happened. And look what happened. Right. And they hung five on you with your back four. Even <laughs> even Newcastle was trying to give you a hint. You should go back I to back. To I, a won't five s- the back. I won't say much. Uh, the nicest thing that I'll say. Uh, in defense of Spurs fans is that they are not the first fan base to call for some line changes and system changes and inevitably have them go abysmally. Yeah. Okay, like it happens, right? This is why fans ain't coaches. <laughs> Largely, right? Yeah. So Stellini tried it and it went so poorly in every way. And, you know, like that's kind of to be expected. If you never played with that system before, you want to flip to a back four, fine. You think, hey, let's try to be a little bit more conservative here. If you're not used to playing like that, you're going to disrupt the entire rhythm of everyone on the pitch. I felt bad for Pape Sar. I just looked him up. He's 29 years old. I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he was younger. But uh, Pape Sar gets what? He gets uh, substituted in the 23rd minute. That's not a good look. That's not a good look. If you get substituted in the 23rd minute. Fake an injury before you get substituted. Yeah, dog. Yo, tell me in my ear, dog, so I can save face. Hold the back of my leg. I did something. All my flux capacitor (laughs) broken, bro. I need to to get off this pitch. Uh, I will say that this is, if you're Antonio Conte, you're looking at the TV like, ah, what I tell you? He's on his Ryanair flight, like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> middle Listen, seat. I, I told you, Cheering. Conte can fix nearly anyone, and his managerial history suggests that. His priors, like, he swoops in, they win the league, yeah. or, you he know, wins or better. Everywhere. Except for Tottenham. Mourinho and there's wins a everywhere. If you cannot fix Spurs, which nobody can at this point, nope. unless you're an absolute sorcerer, that's what I'm convinced. They need to do some sort of, like, burn sage, Bro, but also, gotta, like, they gotta light Jesus candles. You need every Thea <laughs> like in the Bronx to light a to, Jesus candle. Yeah, I don't know. An entire like acre of candles or whatever an acre is in England. Do they go by acres? <laughs> Ivan Perisic Kilometers. must be looking at this being like, I gotta get out of here. How am I stuck here? Just imagine your girl so invites you. So there's the other speculation now because of this massive L, right? That this will be the end of Kane at Tottenham. Oh, and it should be. Right. How so, old is Harry Kane? Thirty. In my yeah. brain, he's always been forty, 29. but that's mostly because of his hairline. Yeah, no, the dude's look. <laughs> the dude's looked and sounded forty-eight his whole life. Yeah. Uh, 
If you're Harry Kane, there's no reason now. Regardless of who you get, you literally could get whoever. Who's the the Sir Alex Ferguson? <laughs> you're like, uh, who's you the best they can get? Sir Alex would cackle and just like hang up on them. Yeah, yeah, no, he'd be like, yo, you gotta give me. And like, that would be like the first time anybody's ever seen Sir Alex laugh, bro. I get, oh, he is only 20. Okay, so that's why I feel bad for him. He's 20. Okay. Where'd I get 29 from Pape Sar? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you added cane years to him. <laughs> Bro, I'm out here smoking something because <laughs> he is. Oh, he wears the number 29 shirt. I saw number 29. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. He's only 20. Dude, this is going to kill his confidence. That was the point I made on the show. I'm like, I wonder why nobody called me out for that. <laughs> He's 20 years old and you get subbed at 23 minutes. You get blamed. <laughs> you get blamed. And after that, it was 1-1. I mean, that's a draw. It's not bad after you get come off. But that's because they went to the back five. But I can't think of a manager that says, yeah, I'm going to take this on. Uh, uh, Julian Nagelsmann already kind of walked away from the Chelsea gig. Oh, he very much did. He yeah. said, uh, decline. If I'm Chelsea's good. too toxic for you, you ain't going <laughs> to but in, in his defense, Chelsea are toxic. They just they are. hide it a little bit better so than Tottenham. Tottenham. Right. All right. You, if you I had feel a like bar. Chelsea have had the distinction of just being very... Um, manic in terms of their management and that they will fire you it doesn't matter if it's been right. like three weeks three years whatever if, if things are not going well uh that's kind of been their sort of albatross to hang upon their necks right but tottenham have had myriad other problems and it's not like their front office have ever concealed the fact that things have always been a little bit yeah, off yeah 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 right? if you're like, julian Nagelsmann, you're at a bar there's two women sitting at the <laughs> bar okay chelsea was a girl, first thing she said is, oh, you look like my ex, right? <laughs> he was a little crazy. So you're like, oh, there's already a bad start. You look down the bar and you see Tottenham, they got a knife in their hand and they <laughs> say, my my ex is coming home from jail tonight. <laughs> That's the level of toxicity. If the one on the left was too toxic for you, you ain't going anywhere near end of the bar. Why would Tottenham, I can't imagine who Tottenham, Tottenham is gonna have to find someone who is in the middle of a rehabilitation. Someone who this, I can't think of who this is a step up for. I think it would have to be reasonably for someone to accept that job. It's going to have to be someone that is more of an up and comer. Yeah, it's not that, that we're not at that Il Conte, Mourinho That doesn't anymore. have um, the the lack of risk appetite in their career. No, they need that this. They're right. They that own they're crypto. climbing. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe not crypto, you but know? somewhere in the middle of the road there, legitimately, where it's like they've made some of their bones, but they haven't quite arrived yet right. because this is an opportunity to them, not something that will essentially be a massive blemish on an otherwise really successful career. I don't disagree, but who has that resume and would inspire... Harry Kane to stay. The main guy that I was thinking was bringing Mauricio Pochettino back. If you're looking for a little I bit don't of know an upper why, level. Why would Poch take that? Though? Also, did well, you know that Poch is still getting paid by PSG until right. he finds a job? Which is Bro, most I of would the, never yeah. find I a job. I did not no. know that. He's so, on what unemployment. What? So, you're on unemployment. That's how I started the show. From a contractual side, that's fairly typical for managers. If they're dismissed, they will be paid out for the tenure that they were initially contracted huh. for because otherwise it's a breach of contract Kick issue, your right? Feet up. With the Damn. stipulation that if they take on another job, they're no longer receiving that severance. So the prayer typically, because this also happened with Juve with the overlapping payments to Sari and otherwise, you pray and to God refs. that they'll take <laughs> that they'll take a job 
before they actually have to pay out that contract, which you're more than happy to live your time yeah. out on the beach. So right now, PSG uh, director of football is on the phone with Tottenham, and like, you know, Pochettino said he wanted a, <laughs> you should call him. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's the reality of it is you want them to pick up another job as quickly as possible. Kyle Ritchie said a name that said, uh, Brendan Rodgers, Sean said Brendan Rodgers, not a bad shout, but I don't think that's not going to make Harry Kane stay. Justin Freeberg said Gattuso. Gattuso, Gattuso would never just, take that job. Also, oh, yeah. didn't he just he fail was at, at Sevilla? Sevilla. Yeah. Um, the and now they're is, playing better without him. He's a very fiery character, and I would die for Gattuso. The guy um, who says sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe <laughs> shit. Yes. Guess which one is the but one about Tottenham. he would never, ever, ever, in any way, shape, or form, he would be like night and day. Dennis Higgins said, with, yo, Gattuso uh, would fight those players. With <laughs> Not the players. <laughs> like, I think he's very good at managing players, though he's terrifying. I think he'd never, ever see eye to eye with that front office. There's no way. He would no never way. do the, the, the theatrics at, at Conte. He would do it on the, uh, in the training ground. He would say directly right. to the players. He would do it directly to the players. Yeah. Players, which isn't an issue. The right. issue is that he'd never, ever have the same alignment with the front office. They would just never agree on anything. No. He'd be like, buy me players that are no shit, but yes, are good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gallardo, who is, if I'm not mistaken, he's currently the River uh, manager. That would be a step up for both Gallardo and for Tottenham, because I think Gallardo is an incredible coach. That said... Is that going to inspire Harry Kane to stay on? The answer remains no. There's a few select people. I'm going to give you a name, and I just want to see Christine Kupo's reaction. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay? <laughs> this is it. Can I get an ISO on Christine Kupo when I say this okay, name? Okay, we got okay? it. We're locked in. We're locked in. Now, real quick. Look, he's oh, leaving God. his club. <laughs> okay, he's leaving his club, and he's probably the only person that gets Harry Kane to stay don't Carlo Ancelotti. <laughs> yes! That's the disappointment I wanted. Because it'll never happen, right? But isn't that the only name you can think of that? <laughs> the look on her face was perfect. The only... I suggest you watch that if you just listen to this. I'm just going to have like an eye twitch. Um, aside from the part where... <laughs> Go for it. Carlo Ancelotti has cool. already said absolutely not. Right. He has no interest in leaving Yeah, he Madrid. wants to see out his contract. He wants, right respectfully right. and Good I, I love him tactic, right perfect right? right why why would you want to upset the apple cart when you have something so so good and a chance at winning champions league again why not right um no damn way just i mean even if he had uh the ability just like he wanted to maybe <laughs> pretend that he could be interested in this right. I, don't, I don't think he could could fake it through the other part is you have to relocate to England. So what manager wants to leave there? It's still London. London's is, a fun time. But you still don't have the weather. So yeah. let's say you want to take and one, he's of, Madrid. Madrid's one of the, not like, like the South beach. American coaches that are not. By the way, he's rumored to take the Brazil national team job. So, I mean, why would you That's take time yeah. over that? Right, right. You know. But um, I, I think that even with that, there's there's that consideration, too, is like who wants to move to England if so, they're not somebody that's already managing in the UK or otherwise. Real quick, pull up the uh, pull up the table because yeah. I just want yes or no. Because it's still even with that loss, it's still kind of tight. Tottenham in fifth place right now, fifty three points. Newcastle slid up to third. 
Aston Villa, that small club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the care villains, what you write in the, in the, the comments section. The villains have dartboards. That I don't care what you write in that comment space. section, you small-ass club. What was the, the last time... The last time y'all won the European Championship, it wasn't even called the Champions League, Can I give you something? The Villa fans who were in our mentions, the last time Villa won a trophy, I was not born. Bro, and he was born in 1958. What's that tell you? You dusty, Aston Villa. Y'all need this. Y'all better try to get in Europa. For real, bro, for real. You were trying to get back to your European glory. Get out of here, Aston Villa. Bro, uh, by the way, I'll never go to Birmingham now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, last, yes or no, Tottenham, do they do they get back up in the Champions League in the top four position? And then second, yes or no, do they even get into the Europa? No. No to both? No and no. Boom. No, because as I mentioned before, Liverpool and Brighton both have games in hand. I think they'll actually end up leapfrogging them. Because who's even managing Tottenham at this point? What's happening? What's the direction? It's that What's Ryan Murphy kid, like, right? Ryan you're just going to try to like Mason. hang tight and see what you can do. Yeah. I, I don't see this going well. I got another idea. So what do you do? Let you Harry Kane manage. <laughs> Bro, manager. who can keep Harry Kane? Harry Kane! <laughs> I am a lucha pay $10. That's our boy. That's our boy, Charlie. What up, Chaz? Mm -hmm. Uh, so that I would say this, I'm just here to wish my brother Alexis well on his trip to his own personal hell. That's dedication going to another continent to watch your team lose. Love you, bro. Also, put some respect on NYCFC. How about you watch the morning show? I put a lot of respect on NYCFC. <laughs> I said Santi Rodriguez was my player that is playing the best in the league right now. Santi's player on to watch. fire. He is Absolutely a beast. Welcome fire. back from Uruguay, Papa. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so watch the show, my guy. I put a lot of respect on NYCFC. I just couldn't go to the game. Um... What's the other subject we were going to talk about? FA Cup, semi <laughs> FA Cup semifinals, FA baby. Cup semifinal. Wah, These wah, penalties rip my heart out. <laughs> Only because I, I love watching United lose. I do want to talk about Manchester United in general. Oh, so we're flipping to United. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we already talked about City, but Manchester United, if you're a Manchester United fan... You did not, and there's no way you could have walked away from this match feeling inspired by your club. Brighton is a good team. You both played badly, though. The only thing you did better was the penalties. This was rough. This was a boring, boring game. I might have napped through part of it. <laughs> I would be Allegedly. prouder of you if you napped through the I wish I had napped through. I um, watched the entire thing, and I was sitting there like, when is something going to happen? Just never happened. I literally a, said, listen, I better the, talk about this the on the volume, morning show or the podcast, because yeah. I better not be watching the, this for no the reason. The volume <laughs> of football that I watch, it's very hard for me to actually fall asleep during matches, but yeah. I, I really did fall asleep during this one. This was bad. Look, Brighton, I think, is young. Deserby is is an up-and-coming manager. I can see clubs trying to poach him. I have nothing but positive things to say about Brighton. The only thing negative or even slightly negative is you could see they were slightly out of their depth here. Mitoma, for the most part, if you take him out of a game, it seems like they don't have very many other options. Uh, I didn't see enough from... The, the players surrounding him, Caicedo, I think was trying too hard to make connecting passes. He was breaking lines, but balls would go nowhere. Uh, you know, it, it reminded me of my brown night. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. I hope you're laughing at that because that was very dumb. Uh, One more and you go in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this game and I thought to myself, there's no way this team should be looking forward to playing a, a, a club like City. No, not even remotely. If they play like they did in this match, right. 
city are going to just decimate them. Probably. Like within the first five minutes, they're and just going to be like, final. hey, have, have a cup of tea and do whatever it is that you think you should be doing because right. playing ball isn't one of them today. Right. It's, it's going to be bad. I mean, look, a derby for the FA Cup final, I believe this is the first, first time. time. Yes. Yeah, it's the first time that's happened. Absolutely. You know, for the scenes, it's great. You know, if you're a Manchester United fan, you have to be, you have to be kind of worried. I mean, you are while if, thin. If Arsenal are worried about meeting with City, United should be quaking. They should be extra worried about right. meeting with City. Like they've they've had a very up and down season all in. Uh, there hasn't been uh, consistency. There hasn't been um, the acuity you expect of a side that has otherwise a very good history no. behind them. Christian Eriksen is back, right? He's he's he was looking okay. Uh, you know, Casemiro, you know, was able to play in this game because uh, he didn't get a red card. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's, he's like, well, I didn't even know red cards existed when I played on Real Madrid. He's like, aren't we paying the refs here as well? Uh, <laughs> they do play differently when they have Casemiro. Yeah, they do. And by the but way, by he is lot. worth it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he worth really it. Is. He's, I believe he's old. I believe he's 31, 31 years old. Uh, you know, not necessarily the guy I want to pin my hopes on. Erickson died on the pitch once. Yeah. Not the I guy mean, you want to pin your hopes on. Bruno Fernandez, the least likable human being <laughs> in the sport. Uh, Anthony, I don't want to see her and call him a bust, but you paid a hundred million. And he's got four goals and an assist. Zachary uh, Johnson paid ten dollars for us to say you can read this one. Manchester United has the consistency of tapioca pudding. <laughs> it's a good bit. That's a good bit. It's By the way, too. I've never had tapioca pudding. Uh, it's good. Fact. It's kind of like boba, but like creamy. I'll take your word for it. Uh, I do like boba. <laughs> I'm a boba guy. Um, Jason Dick says, hey, Koopo, tell Alexis what uh, acuity means. He doesn't want to ask. <laughs> Facts, by the way. That is a strong shout. Uh, I just was like, nah, she'll say a different word later. I just think you're talking. <laughs> I'll use the context. Keep clues, bro. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. I'll Google it real quick. Um if I look at the team, Sancho, I I still don't think he's been unlocked. I think it's maybe even time to move on. That front three in particular has been bad lately. But Martial, Martial has shown glimpses. Done anything. He's shown glimpses, but he cannot keep it together for 90 mm. minutes. Uh, Maguire. And oh, this God. is what I'm going to say. That all didn't sound great outside of what we said about Casemiro. And now you get to what their backline looks like today. And, bro, Delo, Lindelof, Maguire, Wambasaka. Juan Bisaka sounds like a Dominican dude who owns a bodega. Juan Bisaka. Oh, yeah, tu sabes Juan. Yeah, Bisaka. Juan Bisaka. Who I like. I rate him highly, but literally has the speed to go forward, but doesn't know what to do when he gets there. Uh, it, it's troubling if you are a United fan to think you're in any way, shape, or form confident about this team going into a final against a team like Manchester City, who for all intents and purposes, other than the loss they're gonna they're gonna face against Arsenal, <laughs> are, are rolling are banging on all on all cylinders. I don't I mean, in the chat, who do you think is probably the worst of United's lineup right now? Like you guys, I'll just let you beat up on people. If in you the could put even De Gea didn't I look was good. Say, yeah. yeah. This is not I mean, look, I I, I guess my question is, does Ten Hag get a pass for what they look like when they're when they don't have their starters in there? I think it's tough. It's his first I, year. I'm yeah, not gonna go I feel all like he hasn't had right very now. much control over ah, come on. personnel. He's had, he's had us full <clears throat> he's had enough time. No? Yeah, and I mean the team is playing pretty well. Look at where I they were last season. I would say give him give him another transfer window to see what they're willing to work with for him cuz obviously bought his homies. 
Ajax Okay, West. so outside of yeah. his homies. Yeah, outside of his homies. They dropped money on Anthony. That was his boy. I ain't okay. seeing nothing out of him. Yeah. yeah I think I agree. he hit the crossbar. I agree with you. But, I mean, he brought in Erickson, right, who had spent time at Ajax. He, he brought him in. But He's in all fairness, well. he wasn't paying a ton of money for Erickson. No, but and should you? The guy's got seven assists. He's played well when he's played, but the guy's 31 years old. And I don't mean this disrespectfully. He died on the pitch. Right. You he, know what I mean? Like we'll say I'm just saying as a player. He has yeah. health risk is right. probably the better way to frame that. So, yeah. like I mean, what, it's true. What, what I'm saying is true. Right. Though. What nice. they've paid for him right. is worth whatever he's able to give. Outside of that, um, I'm Lelouch and paid two dollars. Right, so so man, you couldn't best the little giants. <laughs> great, great, great shout. Uh, this is for me. If you are a Manchester United fan, I honestly think you go into the summer with more questions than you had at the beginning of the season. I think beginning of the season after the transfer window, you go in with even more. At some point, you have to ask yourself. If we can't figure out what Sancho's position is, is he right for this club? And for his sake, because I think he's better than this. I'm actually saying this for Sancho. You deserve to move on. Go find a place that 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 would find your true love, you. Sancho. Yeah, yo, she ain't for you. She for the streets. Martial done, obviously with this club. Anthony needs something to get him on that, on that. And maybe that's a new number 10 because Bruno Fernandez made his name on scoring penalties and passing to Ronaldo. Well, yeah. Ronaldo ain't here, so show me something. I feel like Bruno, though, also, like, even for the fan base, it's a love or hate relationship. It's nothing in between. Yeah, and uh, rightfully so. Casemiro, yeah. fine, you get to stay, but you're going to be even older next year. How, how are you going to be able to hold on? Right, and it's, the whole backline needs a complete refresh, bro. Maguire, again, for his sake, bro. Him and Sancho, I, I feel worse for Maguire. Again, though. like hit Maguire or miss. There's, on. it's on or off. There's no in between. There's a lack of consistency. Right, Lindelof so, is a good backup. Lindelof, yeah, like but Lindelof. like Maguire has matches where he looks really good, and you're like, hey, what the heck? And I got then so scared really when you bad. said Maguire's got matches because I thought you meant like fire matches. <laughs> no, and I'm like, I don't even trust him with matches, bro. <laughs> it set himself on fire. That that own goal off of his own head yeah against Sevilla I yeah. mean what a they need to definitely take a very deep introspective thought there at that club and figure out what needs to actually happen because I think Ten Hag's a good manager I just think that obviously things have not fallen into place the personnel that he has maybe not his ideal I don't know but I mean, hey, if I could fix United, then hell, like we, yeah. pass me the contract, I'll, I'll sign. Like I'll be right there. I mean, um, look, the good news is they're at fifty-nine points. They got at least one game in hand, depending on who really two, depending on who you're looking at. For the most part, it doesn't look like I can't imagine Liverpool is probably the really their only competition. Liverpool has fifty points to thirty-one. Mm -hmm. So if Manchester United wins their next match, that's they're clearing them by 10 points. I mean, it's not going to... I also don't think that United are terribly fussed about FA Cup. I think they're no. primarily focused on league play. It's not going to be a big deal either way if they win or lose to City for FA Cup. But you want to win a trophy. That's yeah, going to quell the Of course you do, but like, what's more important? Uh, staying in the top four or trying to stay in the top four or the FA Cup? Also, for the purpose of signing new players next year, mm -hmm. you yeah. want to be in Champions League, mm -hmm. right? And people want to be a part people of People want to play for a Champions United. League yeah. side. Whether or not you have this, like, wonky season all in, which they have, right? It's still more appealing. And, you know, United are still United. Right. Right, right? You're not like, oh, I'm going to that bum club. Like, 
Bruno Fer- uh, Fernando Fuentes paid. Uh, this is, by the way, his first super chat. Congratulations. Uh, he paid two dollars for me to say Bruno Erickson Casemiro lineup is undefeated. I mean, I could go back and look. That'd be tough to, <laughs> to corroborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah when did they all been together? Let me quadro triangulate my data. Twice. Let me go back and look at every Manchester United lineup. And look, they had a run. They had a run. That's why you're at 59 points. But how much do you really trust those guys next year? I mean, inarguably, Casemiro in any lineup is going to be a boost. So I'm inclined to say, like, okay, you're probably right. Um, Erickson is still decent. Bruno definitely has his days. Justin Freeberg said, not falling into place. They're currently in fourth in, in the Premier League. They have one trophy, the Carabao Cup, potentially another on the way, FA Cup. I don't think it's going to happen. Battling hard to keep top four. The season has been better than I ever thought, to be honest. It's true. I don't understand the beginning part of the comment, though, because uh, you said they're not place. falling into place. Like, I said or someone in the chat I don't know. Said. Yeah, I don't know. I missed it. But I, I think that obviously they're in fourth place. I think that the priority right now is to stay there. But I think going into next season, you can't depend on the hey, uh, no, I, I think that go. this summer needs to be pivotal for them. Pull up there. Uh, click on Manchester United. Cause I just want to pull up the names that are there. And I look, I'm not even, I'm not sounding the alarm because I don't think they're going to get usurped out of fourth. I think they're going to stay there. Yeah. I know that word uh, <laughs> for their keepers. They got Tom Heaton who's injured and Jack Butlin. I'm not giving me much confidence there. Their defenders, go to the actual, just click on extra Manchester United because I just want to see the starting oh, 11. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, overview. And then slide down a little bit. Oh, maybe it's in lineup? Go up to lineup. This is different than on the web app. <laughs> sorry, folks. <laughs> I don't know where. Maybe it's all the way down? Scroll Squad? down. No, I don't oh, know. weird. All right, well, I have it here. I'm just going to go by names. We're going to go backline. Currently, as it's situated, currently, mm. you've got Delo, Lindelof, Maguire, Wambasaka. Of those players, who are you confident? I'm confident personally in Delow and Lindelof. Yeah. Kind of feel like they're more backups, to be honest. Even though I definitely have Juan Bissaka on my fantasy team. Don't ask. I think I ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> was Five million. You're like, all right, I'll take a chance. Maybe there's a couple clean sheets. Uh, Erickson and Casemiro. I trust Casemiro, but he's getting older and he's not going to be your Iron Man anymore. So you're going to have to get a good backup. Young kid. Right. Erickson maybe could still do it for half a season. I feel like depending on if the price is right, fine. But, yeah, I do agree for Casemiro. Maybe they can fund an academy kid that can kind of start to uh, have him cultivate. Right. Right. Like even if it's just in trainings. Which reminds me, what happened to Walanga? Remember that kid was the truth last season? (laughs) Where's he? Every season there's a kid that's the truth in every squad. That you're like, what happened to him? And they're like, he's now working as a delivery boy. Remember that kid, Adnan Yanuzai? They're like, this is the next Rooney. Where is he? We're not 100% sure. (laughs) Uh, We keep texting him. He doesn't text back. So midfielders, more attacking midfielders uh, slash forwards. You have uh, Sancho, Bruno Fernandez, Anthony. I hope for Sancho's part, he's not there. But do you think he stays? Do you think... Are you confident with him being a player on this team? I think I'm confident with, confident with him sticking in this side if Ten Hag figures out how he needs to be properly used and or who he needs around him. Because right. I think those are some of the moving parts that need to be addressed. Obviously, we haven't seen him as like a massive impact since he's arrived. So I guess the question becomes, how long do you let that run its course before you intervene and say, hey, this is not going to be the guy right. for this system or are we changing the system? Bruno, I think, you know, no one likes him, but he plays the game well. I think, again, Bruno is very good or bad. I, I 
when he's brilliant. <laughs> Which is so difficult because it's you're 100% great. right. It's challenging to navigate a player like that because you don't know who is showing up on any given match day, right? He's had brilliant matches, and mm-hmm. you have to defend him in that case, and I will too. But when he's off, he's very off to the detriment of the entire side. So, you know, like, yeah, you can make small errors here and there, but sometimes those small errors, they accumulate. I'd rather see I'd rather see Marcus Rashford in place on the left in Rashford place Rashford is Sancho. another player so who's Sanchez, Sanchez he's, great. Go. he's great. Right? He's great. He's too. He's had dry spouts too, spouts, spells too, where you're I wasn't it's just very, you. very frustrating. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I do words good. Yeah. Hello. Um, but sincerely, like I think Rashford's an amazing player, but we haven't always seen him be the amazing player he is. So difficult. There's so much there going on. Um, but I get, look, if you're a Manchester United fan, I guess good luck. You know, I don't God know what else to tell No, you. I mean, like, hang in there. Top four. You know, obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of players we didn't mention. Luke Shaw. We didn't get to Malasia. There's a lot of players that we didn't get to. But just kind of wanted to give you an idea of, of what's going on. there. Veron. It ain't looking which, good. Veron. Yeah, what? He's he's sitting next to Saliba yeah, on the bench. Exactly. <laughs> that, um, they haven't had the easiest go this season either, is, no. is what I'll say. So uh, um, this, isn't, this isn't like the United um, just like roast for this time. I did that a few episodes back. I'm, I'm good. I do no, actually the only have respect for United. No, is that tiny-ass club, Aston Villa. <laughs> You can send all the smoke into the comments you want. It's going to literally just be like a screenshot of the show, like hanging up in the airport. That's like, do not let them (laughs) enter Birmingham. Birmingham rappers are going to send for me if I keep going. The Peaky Uh, Blinders, bro. I'm worried about them. They're from Birmingham. The Peaky Blinders. (laughs) Yeah. Look out, Kieran, or whatever your guy's name is. Uh, What's my guy's name? I forget. Last thing I want to talk about, though, is a more positive story. Uh, Look, there's no reason why we'd we'd ever talk about non-league football here on the Prem Show. But here we go. Two superstar <laughs> actors have purchased a team, a little upstart called Wrexham, huh? And they went out and they wrecked some. You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, they they won. They won. They're getting promoted. Very difficult to get promoted out of the National League. You got to finish in the top position to be guaranteed a promotion spot. We all watched the show. We know what happened last season. This season, they get the promotion in superstar fashion. Uh, buddy, friend of the show, Ben Foster, saves this incredible penalty at the 96th I'm minute. I'm sorry, but that is probably the highlight of Hollywood. me watching. Yeah, you couldn't have even written that. Like, if you the wrote script would have been like, so wrong. I'd be like, like Yo, wow, that's such a reach. But <laughs> yeah. no, he, like, absolute hero. Yeah, it was real angels in the outfield type shit yeah. for those of you who yeah. ever watched Especially the Especially since, VHS like, films. he has already, like, sort of diversified his post-playing career yeah. with, like, cycling and YouTube and whatever. And you're like, it's so nice to see that he's been able to do that. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, hang on. I'm not done. He's yeah. not done yet, folks. <laughs> Bro, he was on he was on the morning show this morning and he talked about he's not sure he's staying. I'm like, but, 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 I heard you say to to Ryan Reynolds, you staying. I'm 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 if he texts you, you're probably staying. But it's a feel-good story. But there's also like this undercurrent of like eye rolling. Oh, it's only because they're on TV. This isn't real football. This is isn't this, I think this is more of a sign to MLS. This is what you should be doing, is showing. The people, the characters, the emotion, the the good, the bad, the ugly. This is what you should be doing. All people, there were watch parties all over the country for a non-league team. That that just tells you that if you if you can find a way to connect people to the players, which is what Cooligans has tried to do from the beginning, if you can find a way to show that these people are human beings and get a way to connect with them that way, then maybe they'll care about what happens on the pitch and it's happening. 
Yeah, I have a lot of really strong feelings about all of this. I think that we're seeing, especially post-peak COVID, I'll call it, because it's a really weird encapsulation of time. Right. We're seeing a lot of new celebrity investors in various clubs, both domestically, abroad, and otherwise. I think that what uh, Ryan Reynolds and what Rob McElhaney, am I saying his Yeah, last? you got it right. Okay. I'm like, wait, I listened to that video, which <laughs> his birthday wish was like 10 out of 10 with that song that yeah. none of us will ever mispronounce Rob's last name yeah. ever again. Ex again, they're very uh, business savvy is what I'll say for them. Yes, they are actors and you can't avoid acknowledging that. But I think that what they've done for Wrexham has been so smart in every aspect because, you know, you need the cash influx, you know, you have to raise funds. So it's like they partner with TikTok and yeah. other brands like that, that gets you at least solid footing financially so that you can focus on the really important parts of the team, which is the actual team at hand playing. I also think they've done a really good job of not trying to overshadow their own players, right? Incredible so you job hit uh, this very conscious uplifting of the players at hand, which is the whole point, right? If your interest is in a team, that's who you're supposed to be promoting. You're not, it's not this weird, uh, self-indulgent, uh, ex I have a lot of issues with that because I feel like it's not always in the best interest of the teams themselves to have these kind which of people I involved. I get And I think that it needs to be very carefully curated. And I think that they've done that. They've made people care about this, not just soccer fans all in, right? It's almost like this weird... Um, Ted Lassoian effect, where mm -hmm. it's like they're not necessarily soccer fans, but people are so invested in the human interest side of this story. And with that, you now also have viewership, which you're not always going to pick up fans, you know, day one that are like, oh my God, I don't know anything about this football thing. Like, let me get into it. Right. That's not the way it happens, right? But if you can get it to happen organically and authentically, that is how you usher in new fans. And yeah. I think they've done a brilliant job of doing that. Also, how many times can they play this card? You know, they got promoted to League Two. Right. Are these fans going to stick around to League One, Championship, Premier right. League, if those things happen? This might be a few I seasons I think that it, it ends up being a snapshot in time, right? You, you end up clearing this bar and you see what can I do next? But will the same formula work season over season? Absolutely not, right? And you see that with other clubs that do not have necessarily the star power influx. It's not just the celebrity that's getting these teams there, right? right? Like, yes, you have the cash, but cash doesn't get you everywhere. You have squads that necessarily play money ball in a lot of ways when they get promoted because they do not have the cash or the ability to raise right. it as they quickly, right? They just got the right? promotion money. They just have the promotion money and you do the best that you can to patch in the holes right. in your squad and hope for the best. So with that, like we see a lot of this and yes, they've, they've developed a community. Mm -hmm. They have new people that care. Obviously, there's always going to be some sort of attrition season over season, especially if they're not actually football fans. Right. But what they've done is remarkable. Like, yeah. I can't even be mad at it. I'm not. And I, in fact, if anything, I think, and to a point you made, which is there are people that are fans of Wrexham, not Wrexham Football Club, mm -hmm. right? They're fans of the, the story behind it. They're also fans of the Wrexham fans. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right? Like, there's something that's both intoxicating and just, like, alluring about seeing people so, so passionate about something. And mm -hmm. that something happens to be something that you get to watch too, right? You right. get this extra filter of like, this is fandom. And this is why, especially in, you know, MLS and otherwise, they're starting to do a better job of turning the camera on the fans and the supporter sections. Because, right, because the now Apple. they have the, the geography digitally right. to put them. 
But that was something that was missing. The thing is, if you want people to be excited about something, put the camera on the people that are most excited about that something and let them talk, right? right. Let them be the knowledgeable ones. Let them be the ones that would that have cried and sweat and bled alongside this team. And right. that's how and you show them build. Because that's how you build passion. Right. Miguel, pull up. Uh, go to yeah. YouTube and pull up a, a, a channel called Bunch of uh, Bunch of Amateurs, okay. which is I only found out about this uh, through the We Are Wrexham uh, show. This is a team in Wrexham's uh, league. They actually played uh, Wrexham recently uh, called Dorking. Now, that's not why I'm bringing it up. I don't know. You know, Dork means whale penis. I, I well, <laughs> I knew it meant something. I knew it meant penis. It's like you can't penis. call somebody a, a dork. Well, I don't usually use dork because sometimes it's construed as a curse word but yeah really yeah you can call me a whale penis all day i'd be like i'm not i'm kind of a cool guy but uh go up to let me see how many uh, subscribers their channel has Sixty-one thousand subscribers so the owner of this team is also the coach he's uh he's kind of he dresses like he sells used cars in la he's a bit of a wild <laughs> boy this guy He's the Savannah Bananas of yeah, England. Yeah, kind he, of. he dresses like, you know, he's like, uh, what do you, what do you, divorce? I'll handle that for you. What do you, what do you need? Uh, a payday loan? I got you. you got that's kind of how, how he talks and dresses. But they started uh, a YouTube channel. This is like the low budget version of what We Are Wrexham is doing. And they've got 61,000 subscribers. Literally, camera guys follow everything that happens from the fridge being broken to, you know, something like everything, yeah. right? They follow everything. This is like what's drawing people to the dorking wouldn't have an opportunity otherwise to promote their players or anything. This is the best they have. And obviously they don't have superstar owners. The guy's just like a local guy. But this is like this is the next step. This is to me what the right step should be for an MLS team. This idea that it's about what happens on the pitch is fine for football fans. For everyone else, oh and if you God. want to create new football fans, dorking this have is dorking how you do it. till I die shirts. I need to invest. <laughs> this is this is what I've needed in my life. Dorking till I die. Find <laughs> out how Mark White's dorking wanderers. So it's not dorking United. It's dorking wanderers, which is a wandering dork is scary already. <laughs> uh, team, get it, get on in the National League after that dramatic playoff win, final win. Okay, so that but was six these are the ago, kind though. of hooks, right? That you need, right? And, and it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. It doesn't no. have to be big budget. It just needs to be. Right. If I'm if I'm if I work at MLS front office, right? Um, I don't look at we are Rexham and go, why didn't they buy a team in our club, in our no. league? I sit there and Find go, out what ways, have we learned? Right. What formulaically yes. would work for us and how do we apply it? I'll go one step further because I feel like something like that kind of a phenomenon would actually map a lot better onto NWSL. Yes. NWSL desperately need the eyeballs on. This is my now, next point. There, and this is like as a, I'll call myself a retired marketing person mm -hmm. with uh, way too much experience. If I were to give free advice to NWSL, it's tap into that. Yes. Tap into all of that, right? You have personalities that emerge naturally, right? Take a Sydney LaRue. Take a Trinity. Take you know, like yeah. there's so many. How many mage, owners right? does Angel that, City have? Not one of them has a production ahead. company. So, well, that's the other. <laughs> they thing, all right? have production so companies. It's great. Yeah. It's great that we're seeing the investment in women's soccer 
finally, in this country. But what I would like to see, one of my personal gripes, is I'd like to see fewer celebrity faces and more of them I want to see uplifting more the players. I don't. I don't, I don't need it. I want the players playing second fiddle <laughs> to the celebrity owners. I want, I want more of that bolstering behind the women's soccer players because I still feel like they don't get the, the respect that they deserve. And I think that we need more of a spotlight on them as a female soccer player. I think you're player, talking about like the median, right? Because the right. top is like national teams, right? Of but I also feel like, and this is going to happen no matter what, whether we want it to or not, because you know the clickable things that media outlets that are not focused specifically on soccer are going to pick up the, you know, like hey, Natalie Portman standing on the touchline again, kind of things. I want less of that. I want more of what's actually who's actually the best on the field. What actually transpired? Right. What's happening? I, I just feel like. It, with women's soccer specifically, they tend to get overshadowed by the investors, and they do not need to be. I, but I do think the investors bring more eyes to the league, and I do want to read that. However, I think that what they've done with Wrexham mm -hmm. needs to be considered better than because what we're doing domestically. On even right? Field. Yes, and because that's the yes, part. you are using your celebrity to your advantage, but you're also still boosting up all of those players. Right without diminishing them in some way. Right. It's not like, hey, come to the Celebrity Fest soccer game. It's, hey, come play, blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, like, do Ryan Reynolds and Rob happen to, like, lean into it where they'll joke around, they'll get people to come out and be essentially pitchy salespeople? Yes, but that's yeah. what you should be. That's what you should be. I Look, Zachary Johnson said two things. One, he paid $5 for me to say, do you think MLS tries to hide controversies rather than lean into it? And I will answer that, but at first I want to read your previous comment, which is, I hate to say it, but Alexis is right. So I think that's the most important. You should have paid for that one. Uh, but I will say, do I think MLS tries to hide controversies rather than lean into it? Absolutely. I think clubs are doing a better job of using the things that are already in social media as fodder for more social media posts. So we're kind of slowly getting there. But I, I think will... that's a little bit of the TikTokification. Right. Because you have some of these like snark accounts mm -hmm. or, you know, not the spicy accounts. I don't miss that. I never enjoyed that. That was right. always a little bit weird. But where you are allowed to have more of a sense of humor around things, I think right. LA Galaxy, just to shout out um, their social team, does a really good job of it yeah. on TikTok. Just Adam Serrano. Uh, they're they're it killing just, it. There, there are certainly squads that get it, right. that really, really get it. And I think beyond controversies, because certainly, like, you know, certain things like the, you know, the racist stuff that's happening with, you know, Daniel Van Zare and, and all these. All things like that, I, th those things don't need to be made into a joke or made into given any more spotlight than it already has. But um, outside of obviously punishing the player, yada, 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 right? That part we all agree on. I think like the just the, the human stories, you know, like this player, like we all cared about Patrick Mullen wearing the shoes to honor his uh, son, who I think was just diagnosed um, with uh, autism, if I'm not mis uh, mistake, uh, misspoken, I, hopefully I'm not mistaken there. But there was th that story, and you got to see it play out in real time and see how it affects these players and see how these players are able to carry on with playing this game they love while having some real, real issues happening at home. These are the types of things that we want to know more of. You know, league, this leagues across the world, it's not just MLS, but MLS we always think of as like, yo, you were the first ones to have VAR. You're willing to take those chances. Take a chance here. 
do something like this. It wasn't internationally that I did this. That, it was uh, Rob and Ryan. I think just generally in, in the States, we have this sanitization of sport where you don't want to see like the missteps. It's like, oh, that's our gaff. We could hide that, bury it quickly. And we do have to kind of just be like, hey, yeah, like I've made this my is the career weird stuff. I'm that... highlighting my mistake. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying like the stereo. <laughs> you can't take that away from him, Koopa. That's all yeah, he's got. <laughs> it's literally my thing. <laughs> you know? It's my thing. No, I think that that's something that in the past and present day they've shied away from because it's, it's from its inception. It's, it was like we're trying to construct this thing that's built on this emulation of other established leagues. Right. That was like early MLS 1.0, which makes sense. Right. And it's sort of evolved into what it is today. But I think we're finally in the reality of let us be our own weird thing and accept our quirks. Right. Like lean into it, make it interesting. But yes, for for all purposes, like lean into the passion yes. that people have in the country because that's the part that's contagious. People will always fall in love with the romantic storyline. You're never going to miss that. Whether you like MLS or not, it's always going to be a hook for other people in other leagues that hear a story about a player or otherwise. And that's why we need such compelling storytelling I in wanna, football. All I want to read Enzo Adriani. Uh, shouts to you for Super Chat. Paid ten dollars, nine dollars and ninety nine cents for me to say this. MLS and US soccer, nine, nine, and nine. Right, yo, you got a <laughs> discount, bro. MLS and US. By the way, it's a whole paragraph. I should charge you double. Uh, <laughs> MLS and US soccer cannot become Wrexham with a TV show in Europe uh, slash South America. They have love for these clubs because the clubs are part of their lives. Generations of supporting the same club heritage. Did you not hear when I said a non-league club has become popular in the US? They got no Wrexham. Ain't got no heritage here. Rexham ain't got no teams here. Rexham ain't got no story here. And now you got people all over this country worried about whether they're going to get promoted or not. Thank you, Enzo Adriani. I you're, get your point, but the point I'm trying to say is... You're tapping into an emotion yes, and a time and a place. That supersedes the right. fact that your grandfather was a <laughs> River fan. Yeah. That supersedes the fact your great-great-grandfather saw Portsmouth's first match. That supersedes yep. all of that because you get to see human beings on a reality show and there's nothing Americans have more. It's a part of our heritage yeah. to root for human beings on a reality <laughs> show. I, I think it's overly reductive to say, uh, you know, U.S. soccer can't become Wrexham with a TV show. That's not what we were suggesting at because all. Because the drama ends up, why is it a do, compelling story? We need to turn our focus more toward telling the stories that have not been told previously because there wasn't the investment in American soccer, both the men's side and the women's side. Right. Now, with that being said, MLS has tons of history. Tons, tons, tons of history, as well as U.S. soccer. And if you ever, like, shouts to Pablo Mar, like, if you want to follow at MLSist on Twitter, like, he's one of the best, one of the absolute best uh, that has covered, you know, historically things that have happened in the game, even, like, the goofy stuff. But there are tons of stories that haven't been told. And Enzo that made a can good go point using what you said. Enzo Adriani said, Kupo said she loves seeing how people truly love a club. Here's the thing. In, in TV making, you have to give them a goal, right? right. That's whatever it is. And, and also, any- like, to that point, like, yes, I do mean that. You do need to show people yeah. that do genuinely love their club. But to imply that people in the U.S. don't genuinely love their club when right. MLS has been around since the 90s. But more important, 
promotion had to be explained on that show. Promotion and relegation had to be explained right. on an entire episode on that show. The average fan watching that show does not already know what it is, does not know the immense passion behind it. Right. That said, the goal can be winning the NWSL Championship, can be winning the NWSL Challenge Cup, can be getting in the playoffs if you're an MLS. Whatever you set that goal to and you direct the drama towards, that's going to be what the fans attach themselves to. It's not necessarily the, you know, the decades long is you know fandom is an easy story to tell. But to some degree, fandom exists already, whether it's NWSL or MLS. You just have to find those stories and you have to show right. it on TV. And all I'm saying is, if you take anything away from this Wrexham, Kupo's made some great points. I think I've made even better points, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, I think we all agree. The same thing is show it. Show the human stories. Show the passion behind wanting to win as a player and wanting this team to win as a fan, and people will be drawn to it. Enzo, you actually made some great points. I'm not yeah. trying to crap on what you're saying. Yusuf you made great points. pointing out that TFC... Now, I, I know that Toronto did that... Uh, I'm not trying to erase the fact that some sides, like including Sons of Ben, have done stuff and made strides for their relative MLS sides. That doesn't say it hasn't happened before. What I'm saying is we're moving more toward the feasibility to do that, especially with the Apple deal, to uncover a lot more of these stories where more eyes can get onto them so it's dispensed more generally. Right. And to Alexis's point, you're not telling the stories necessarily of just the game at hand, right? There are so many stories that have crossed over into general pop culture, and that's what you essentially want to have happen. It doesn't diminish the fact that it's soccer or football, right? We're called show. Right. Um, but there is a desire there for a broader audience to put eyes on it, and that's how you essentially cultivate these crossover audiences that, yes, yeah, some of them will stick and suddenly have a new interest. And some of them will, you know, in passing, just know this one little blip about maybe one MLS team or NWSL side. Right. And look, I am the Lucha paid 10 bucks for me to say this. A full <laughs> 10 bucks, by the way, not $9.99. Uh, $10. He said, he said now nah, Alexis is right, though, and even more so uh, right now, there's an opportunity to pick up fans for MLS, and it's teams with first generation Americans that many want their own team, uh, their own team to die for. That, that isn't, isn't dads. their dads, mm -hmm. I assume is what he meant. And look, all great points. Uh, and I know, Enzo, I know you agree. And, and I'm, I'm only picking apart that one thing. And I want to say the last say, thing I'll say about this, because we do have to go, is that uh, I found out there was a couple of really big name NWSL players, to your point, Christine mm -hmm. Cupo. Uh, there were some big NWSL players who, before the season, all rented a house somewhere in Southern yeah, Florida. Yeah, to do a little so, reality. Yeah. Uh, yep. But they didn't, they didn't film it that way. They just simply went, they trained together, and they filmed a couple of social media things. But imagine someone with a production company was like, you know what? Let's get everyone on a contract. We'll film it. Everyone splits whatever profit we make. But let's film it and let's turn this into a story. That alone would draw so many eyes to the league, yeah. especially if it was during the season. This would be huge. I, I, look, I, we do have to run. I just want to make that. <laughs> but I do want to say a uh, really cool thing. We're not going to have a show tomorrow. So if you're watching, Zachary Johnson just paid $5 for me to read this. <laughs> uh, when the Apple deal, with the Apple deal, MLS can be the first uncensored league to allow curse words and allow the coaches to go off. I like what you're saying. You're a big fan of WWE. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, and for everyone who else wants to pay, just join the live. But I will say this. Tomorrow just there throw is no money show. at us. We'll stay on. <laughs> so if you're watching this on Monday, we will not be live or have a show for you to watch on Tuesday. And if you're listening to this on Tuesday, there will not be a show on Wednesday because something really cool is happening that I really can't really talk about just yet. Not yet. Not just yet. know very that our soon, next opportunity. Soon. Yeah, very soon. Now, our next opportunity to do a show will be Thursday. And yes. unfortunately, I will not be here because I will be in Manchester, probably either crying, <laughs> tears of joy or tears of happiness. Um, it'll either be a happy boner or a fear boner. Uh, one of the two. <laughs> 
Um, I don't want to know what the fear boner is. Now, but Christine Cupo, incredible job uh, taking you, over you, for Christian. Um, thank you so much for being a part of it. Christine Cupo uh, and, uh, you know, uh, David Goss, who filled in. Um, while Christian Christian will be here on Thursday yes. to do the episode uh, with with a, a guest host. Unfortunately, I will not be here, but I will be checking in yes. uh, from Manchester. We have to check in with you. Just send us something. Even yeah, if it's yeah, just yeah. a picture of you crying, I'll put it on the screen. Oh, your boy don't cry, <laughs> but I'll send you something. Maybe I'll send you the fear boner. Um, uh, I won't do that. It's a joke. It's a joke, everyone. Uh, this doesn't oh make God. it on the main show. I right? take back my request to FaceTime <laughs> me from the game. Yeah. God. <laughs> We're going to cut this, right? Uh, DraftKings don't want to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to the course. I love like, you no. too, Zachary. Thank you. Uh, shout out to everybody who hung out in the chat. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, hang out and find out something really cool if you watch us on Thursday and or listen on Friday. It's so dope, and I can't wait for you guys to see what it is. They've been working on this for a long time, and I'm really, really excited. It's just I'm really upset that I won't be here, but I know it's in good hands with Christian, and then I'll be back next week, and it'll be all good and gravy, and you guys will know the surprise. Uh, so check that out. Thank you for everyone who listens. Make sure you hit subscribe, hit the follow button. Christine Cupo, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter, C. Cupo, IG, Miss Cupo. Uh, every week, uh, Serie A. On that Serie A, I have a concurring episode of Called Show Numbers. Um, and otherwise, I'm around. But thank you so much for having me. That's it's right. been a great time being substitute Christian. Thank you to the people of Blangola, Cooligan's uh, <laughs> yeah. audience. Uh, you guys are great. The chat is always lively. I appreciate that. You keep me up. Thank you. Someone said, dorking till I die. Travel safe. <laughs> it's cool again till I die. I love you all. Thanks for hanging out. Love you guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.